All right. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Jazz's Last Call. If you're watching with us on Facebook Live or YouTube, and to The Jazz's Backstage Past, if you're listening in podcast version, I'm Brian Zimmerman, executive editor of Jazz's Magazine. And as always, it is a pleasure to have you with us tonight. All right. Our episode for this evening is going to be a little bit different because our guest, or guests plural, is going to be anyone out there who wants to come on the show to talk jazz with us. Uh, we are testing the waters here, dipping our toe in, if you will, uh, in a kind of viewer, viewer call-in format where if you have an album you're jamming to this month, if you have a jazz book you've been reading this book, if there's anything you want to discuss on air, now would be the time to do it. Our producer, Jeff, has put a link in the comments for you to click on. That'll take you backstage. We'll get you sorted out, and you will jam with me on air about stuff you're listening to. Again, the theme of these shows is you are the reviewer, and we want to hear your thoughts on an album or a live stream you watched, or again, a book you read, a TV show you saw, anything you'd like. So again, that link is in the comments. And if you'd like to riff with me on air, I would love to hear your thoughts about whatever you are listening to. I'm going to be doing the same tonight. I've got some stuff that came in the mail. Yes, the mail is still coming. The musicians are still making music. Um, and I just thought I'd share my thoughts on some of the stuff that I have been digging. Um, and yeah, we will take it to there from there. But again, anybody out there brave enough bold enough. Uh, just kidding. It's really easy. Come on air. You chat with me about your favorite album, whatever you have been listening to. Before we move on, you know, we always do a toast. We always do a toast. So this is to all the musicians out there still making music for us, venturing out there into live spaces, doing the live streams, doing the recordings uh, so that we can continue uh, to enjoy the music that we love. So here is to the musicians. Also wanted to quickly let you know about our current issue. So check this out, guys. This is our summer 2020 issue, all about the age of fusion. I know we have a lot of fusion fans out there. Uh, this has already been mailed to subscribers, but all the content from this issue is available on our site. You will need a digital subscription to read it. Fortunately, we're offering a special subscription rate right this minute for Jazz's Last Call viewers. For just 99 cents per month for three months, you could unlock unlimited digital access to all of our web articles. Plus, we'll enroll you to receive our forthcoming issue. It's coming out in September. It's our fall 2020 issue, and it is all about the art of the album, listening to albums, collecting albums, producing albums, album cover art, stuff I'm sure we're going to be talking to tonight. So again, we're going to try to do these every Tuesday. Every Tuesday is going to be viewer call-in nights. You call, we'll put you on air. We can discuss albums. Uh, I'm going to start with some stuff that came in the mail recently uh, that I have really been digging. Hey, Bonnie, Bonnie White tuning in. Good to see you. Thanks for watching. I'm going to start with this. I've got the physical product in my hand here, and I'm not sure you can see it, but it is from a new label. This album is from a new label called Jazz is Dead. Shocking name, I know, but didn't Frank Zappa uh, have a saying like that? No, he said, jazz isn't dead. It just smells funny. Uh, but this album is from a label called Jazz is Dead. It is their first sampler album. So what is Jazz is Dead? Jazz is Dead is two producers, Adrian Young and Ali Shaheed Muhammad, who come from a hip-hop background. Ali Shaheed Muhammad, you might know from A Tribe Called Quest. 
very kind of jazz oriented hip hop group. As a matter of fact, their song, We Got the Jazz, We Got the Jazz, We Got the Jazz, is our song of the day on our website today. So this fits in perfectly. Anyway, uh, you know, they were known for sampling their beats. They were taking records uh, by jazz artists, chopping them up, mixing them up, and then turning them into hip hop beats. They are extremely knowledgeable about jazz. Uh, and just this year, they launched a label called Jazz Is Dead. This is their first compilation record. And what they did is they took artists from records they used to sample. So like Roy Ayers, Gary Bartz, Brian Jackson, Joe Donato. And they produced these acoustic sessions with them playing jazz in the studio. Um, this is a sampler disc, so it has all the names I just mentioned, plus Marcos Baia, The Midnight Hour, Azimuth. Um, and they will be releasing compilations throughout the year. This is the first one, like I mentioned, um, so we can expect more throughout the year. They're also releasing individual albums by each one of these artists. Again, so there's a Roy Ayers album coming out on Jazz Is Dead. I believe it's already out. There's a Gary Bartz album coming out on Jazz Is Dead. Um, and again, it's, it's kind of interesting that the music that originally became the hybrid that was hip hop has now kind of rehybridized back into jazz. So it's completing the circle. And uh, it's a very, very cool project from, like I said, two extremely knowledgeable producers when it comes to jazz in Ali Shahid Muhammad and uh, Adrian Young. It's not often that a new label is launched in jazz. Um, and it's not often that a new label is launched with music this good. Um, so this is definitely an album I would recommend. Uh, and again, I'm sharing it on air with you people watching if you'd like to do the same if you'd like to come on air with me and talk about an album you've been digging the link to do so is in the comments all you got to do is click it it'll bring you backstage we'll get you on air and uh you can rap with me again it's the first episode so i know you know we're kind of feeling things out but we're trying to do this every tuesday it's gonna be viewer call in tuesday okay the next thing i wanted to recommend is actually not a label at all way over here to get it it is a new book of jazz images uh this is put out by elemental music they have a series of these this is the latest in the series uh and this one features uh photographs by william claxton uh okay the there was it was released a month or two ago uh along with a companion book with photos by Francis Wolf. Now we all know Francis Wolf from like his Blue Note sessions. You've seen his uh, photographs on the cover of Blue Note, the John Coltrane where he's kind of sucking on the lollipop or biting his, I mean, you've seen Francis Wolf's photos. Uh, William Claxton was kind of like the West Coast counterpart to Francis Wolf. He had a relationship with Pacifico Records. So he was out there taking photographs of Chet Baker and all those cats on the West Coast. Anyway, Elemental Music puts out these uh, compilations, these photo albums with these amazing jazz images. Um, here's one on the cover. I mean, you could see with Clifford Brown, uh, just kind of a really, striking photo um and yeah there's chet baker on the back as i mentioned uh william claxton with was tight with chet baker and all those west coast guys jerry mulligan and uh, this one has a beautiful introduction by howard mandel who uh we know quite well at jazz is he writes for us quite a bit and yeah it's just a continuation of this amazing series the previous one was uh included photographs by jean-pierre Lelouir. Uh, and that one had an introduction by Quincy Jones. Beautiful photographs in this book. Really beautiful photographs in this book. It is out now. Again, uh, Elemental Music is putting these out. There's a Francis Wolf one. There's a William Claxton one. And there's already existing Jean-Pierre Lelouir one. I have a ton of books on jazz photography because my wife is a photographer. And I don't know, just something about the ambience of jazz, the, you know, the, the setting of jazz, the physical space of jazz, 
just lends itself so well to photography. I mean, it's a little cliche, but you know, the cigarette smoke and the half filled glasses and the, you know, or like the studio reels. There's just something so, so cool about it. If anybody has read this book or the previous one by Jazz Delwar, or you have a favorite uh, book of jazz photographs or a jazz photographer, click the link, hop on, let us know. We'd be happy to talk about it on air. Uh, but otherwise, yeah, this is a really cool one, Jazz Images. It's a series. Definitely recommend it. Elemental Music. Check it out. And uh, Bunny White writing in. Thanks for following along, Bunny White. Reminded me of uh, the blues. Yes, blues, mixtures of high jazz, a hybrid of all that stuff. Uh, blues is definitely in there as well. Okay. Um, this is another one. Came out a few months ago, but I just got my hands on the physical product. It's a nice physical product. I like this shocking uh you know traffic cone orange but uh no this is a new record from the jazz at lincoln center orchestra okay this is a premier kind of big band of new york city the jazz and lincoln center orchestra led by Wynton marsalis of course they put on theme concerts well they used to you know almost monthly it was a regular thing for them um and this was one of the you know this is one of the best, I think, in, in recent memory. This is uh, the Jazz and Lincoln Center Orchestra playing the music of Wayne Shorter with Wayne Shorter. So this amazing band, you know, led by some of the best, you know, technicians on their instrument, playing the music of a genius composer, and the composer is sitting in. It's all led by uh, Wayne Shorter. The liner notes for this project were written by Christian McBride, you know, bassist Christian McBride. And uh, yeah, this is just a nice set. You get the beautiful liner notes by Christian, uh, this cool kind of orange double CD set. What tunes do we have on here? Uh, yes or No, Diana, Contemplation, Armageddon. I mean, this is really cool stuff. And again, this is released on the Jazz and Lincoln Center's own in-house label, uh, Blue Engine Records. They put a lot of stuff out throughout the year, mostly these live concerts, but also individual products, individual projects, rather, by uh, Jazz and Lincoln Center Orchestra members. So uh, if you're going to start anywhere with the Jazz and Lincoln Center Orchestra, this is a cool one to do it. Um, let's see here. I got one more. And again, I'm just kind of sharing what I like. And if, if you want to get on, hop on again, click that link in the comments. All you do is click on it. You'll be brought backstage. We'll get you set up, ready to go. And uh, you can talk about an album that you've especially been digging. Again, I know it's the first episode, so we're all kind of getting to know each other. But we're going to be doing these every Tuesday, people. So uh, we welcome you to join. This is one... I talk about a lot. You've heard me talk a, lo a lot about this one on air, but uh, it came out uh, very recently. And this is the latest by guitarist John Schofield. It is on ECM Records. Uh, John is, what can you say about John? He's a living legend, one of the best jazz guitarists on the planet right now. This is his leader debut for ECM Records. He has been on ECM Records previously, and you know, ECMs is the acclaimed uh, German record label, puts out a lot of kind of ambient, almost nouveau classical music. Keith Jarrett was a major staple of this label. Um, this is uh, John Schofield's debut for this label. And in his debut, he chose to do something really interesting. He chose to play the music, not of his own compositions, uh, but of a friend and a longtime colleague. That would be Steve Swallow. Um, and so this is the music of Steve Swallow. The album is called Swallow Tales. It features John Schofield on guitar, uh, Bill Stewart on drums and Steve Swallow on bass. Steve Swallow is a pioneer of electric bass. Before there was a Jocko, 
Okay, before he came and totally revolutionized the game, it was Steve Swallow who really made the electric bass an instrument in jazz. Um, he plays it with a pick, but he's got this super mellow, smooth sound. No one plays electric bass like Steve Swallow. No one writes quite like Steve Swallow. And so, yeah, this is a beautiful testament to his music by his friend, uh, John Schofield. Mark wants to know, is it on vinyl? Good question, Mark. Uh, I don't know if it is now, but I believe it will be. You see, I'm usually follows up with vinyl. Um, but uh, we'll get back to you on that. You can check our website. But yes, yeah, it's out right now on digital and CD format as well. Um, yeah, this is a really good album. If you're not familiar with John Schofield, take a guy who was raised on the Beatles and John Hendricks and who loved country and who went to Berkeley and studied straight ahead jazz and then who played fusion with Miles Davis and that's John Schofield. You know, it's kind of hard to put a uh, uh, finger on what exactly he plays. But as I say, one of the best jazz guitarists on the planet. We're going to wrap with one more. And again, I understand it's the first one. If you don't want to uh, uh, come on the show and uh, review an album tonight, we'll get used to this, people. I'm telling you, it's, it's a jam session. Uh, but this is, again, not the latest from Blue Note, but a semi-recent one. And uh, it is a live concert by Charles Lloyd, okay, legendary saxophonist, uh, kind of helped pioneer the spirit jazz movement, you know, back in the 60s and 70s, uh, kind of that merging of, let's just call it flower power and jazz. Uh, he helped really pioneer that. He recently turned 80 and he celebrated his birthday in his hometown at the Lobero Theater in California. And it was just an amazing night of music um, with Charles Lloyd's band and some stellar uh, guest uh, artists who were joining in, such as Julian Lodge, uh, Gerald Clayton on, on piano, rather, Ruben Rogers on bass, Eric Harlan on drum, Booker T. Jones on organ, and then get this, uh, Blue Note president Don Was actually sat in for a couple tunes on bass. Don was the president of Blue Note. Before that, uh, he was in the group Was Not Was. They had that hit, Everybody Do the Dinosaur. Anyway, he came in and jammed on this record as well. And the, the result is just a, a beautiful evening's worth of music. Now, I have the CD version here, which comes with a little miniature booklet, as you can see, some photos throughout Charles Lloyd's career. And then the uh, uh, CDs in there. They are selling a beautiful deluxe LP package with com which comes with several LPs, which comes with CDs, and which comes with something like an 80-page booklet full of photos and uh, liners. Um, that is available now. And again, it's it's they do all to run through the hits: Dreamweaver, Requiem, La Llorana, uh, Ruminations. And it's, it's Charles Lloyd live, which, like I say, this guy helped really usher in spirit jazz. So watching him is an experience or listening to him live is an experience. Um, definitely going to want to check this one out if you're a fan of jazz saxophone. If you've been following Charles Lloyd's career, this is his latest his 80th birthday. It's a celebratory disc. And if you can get your hands on that deluxe LP version. That's definitely the one you want to check out. Uh, as I mentioned, not the latest for Blue Note. They just dropped uh, uh, an album by Gerald Clayton on piano, uh, the live at, at the Village Vanguard disc. They've had some stuff by Nora Jones out. They have a forthcoming Bill Frizzell album coming out soon. So a lot is going on with Blue Note. And I'm thinking down the line, maybe we'll do a show all about Blue Note. Uh, maybe that'll be our next call in Tuesday. We'll do all about Blue Note and you can tell us about your favorite Blue Note albums, stuff you've collected over the years. Um, and again, we know this is the first time. So uh, we just hope we're, as we repeat this, people will want to click in and we'll talk about these albums live on air. 
I've had a blast showing you what I've been listening to and reading through the past couple of weeks. So uh, yeah, that'll do it for me tonight. Bunny says, she's just here for the lessons. Not very seasoned. That's all right, Bunny. We just want to know what you think. You played something. What'd you like about it? What didn't you like about it? What are you vibing to? We're just going to start riffing on air. Um, so as I say, we introduced Miles Monday yesterday, where we'll be joined with Vince Wilburn, Miles Davis's nephew, every Monday. Um, and yeah, now it's viewer call-in Tuesdays. Every Tuesday, it's a jam. It's informal. You come on, we talk, you let us know. This is the way music was recommended in the old days. Remember, a friend would ask, what are you listening to? You'd say, I'm listening to this. Before algorithms, before playlists, uh, this was the old-fashioned way, word of mouth. And we're hoping to keep that tradition alive. Uh, oh, Marcus saying, do one on Music Matters Jazz and the Tone Poet. Yes, Tone Poet series is awesome. So, yeah, maybe we'll lump that into the blue note one. Mark's going to be there for that. Um, hope so. Hope to see you over there, Mark. Uh, so we, have, we had our dry run. And like I said i love talking music with you i'd love to hear your thoughts we will do this again next week tuesdays 8 30 p.m eastern time the viewer call in show that'll do it for today's show go check out the charles lloyd go check out the john schofield go check out the jazz and lincoln center orchestra go check out jazz is dead it's all really great stuff and uh yeah we'll see you next week tomorrow on the show 8 30 p.m warren wolf amazing vibraphonist he has a new album coming out very soon, as well as a Christmas album coming out a little later in the year. Anyway, I'm going to shut down the bar now. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. I'm Brian Zimmerman. Thanks for watching, everyone. So long.